what in the world? <laughs> oh, what up? Hi, everyone. Oh, I look kind of like... What? Bad. No. I look kind of bad. Wait a few minutes. We got our first person on. Who is that? Ron. Ron. What's up, what Ron? Up, Ron? Hey, hey, hey. Whoever's joining on, please go ahead and like and share our broadcast and share with your friends. We are going to be talking mom. about something. Great. Well, my hair. Don't turn like that, I mama. Hi, mom. Happy Mother's Day. Tomorrow. Happy tomorrow Mother's Day. What? Black eye from the tree. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Ron has a black eye from the tree. I thought my mom did. I was like, what is my mom doing? <laughs> She must be getting very bored. All right, we'll go ahead and jump into this, and whoever tags along will tag along, and they can catch the replay if they are. Yeah, and if you're watching the replay, go really ahead and share with your friends. All right. So, you want to go ahead and start us off? Yeah. yeah right. Tonight we're going to be talking about think the way God thinks, because the way God thinks is different than the way human things so i'm going to read a scripture out of isaiah 55 8 and 9 you got it or go ahead almost there i don't have it that's why i'm right. isaiah 55 mom waves yeah eight and nine eight and nine it says for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are my ways your ways declares the lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yeah, and it pretty much is explainable right there. Mm -hmm. But God's ways and God's thoughts are not of men. Yeah. Nor his ways are like our ways. So we have to know how to access the mind of Christ and access yeah. in the way to go in life. He will direct yeah. our steps, but we have to know how to access that. And so we're tonight we're going to talk about how to access the mind of Christ and um, make our thoughts line up to the thoughts of God because yeah. it's important as a Christian. If you're not a Christian, then at the end of the broadcast, we will give you the yeah, opportunity too. to become a Christian. But when we are a Christian, we have to line up our uh -huh. thoughts with God's thoughts because if we operate by our own thoughts, we will not get right. We'll get as far as what we can do. Right, because if you're and the thing is, if you're a Christian and actually don't believe what God has for you, there there, there has to be a realness from the Word of God to be called a Christian. You ha it's called little Christ. You have to have the mind of Christ to even be a Christian. If you honestly think about it, that and that's why it's so important that you actually think how God thinks. You can think how God thinks. You aren't supposed to think like a normal person after you get saved. And that may come to, as a surprise, but you don't have to think the way the world thinks. Things mm -hmm. that the world does, you don't have to do. Things that how natural life may work, 
don't have to qualify for you. You have the mind of Christ. Did Jesus do everything the same when he came to earth or did he do things differently? Did the prophets do things differently? Did the people that God used, Peter, Paul, Silas, the apostles, did they do things differently than the rest of the world? Of course they did. So, how as a believer are you supposed to do things differently? You aren't called to live like the rest of the world. You are called to live differently than everyone else. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Is accessing the mind of Christ. Living different than the world and living different than everyone else around you. And having a better life than everyone else around you. Because it is possible. You want to be a testimony. You want to be someone that people can look at. How do they go from one side to the other? How did they go from not having anything to now they, they look great? They have a, an abundance of things. They look like they're blessed by God. That's what God wants to do with you. And it's all through changing your mindset into the mind of Christ. You have to begin to change your own mindset. And honestly, that's a whole other sermon in itself. Is the mindset that you developed as a kid, the mindset that you developed as a young person, you know, you develop a mindset the way you were raised. Yeah. And, and you honestly, you have to break that because that's not the way God thinks. Because oftentimes we can think the same way when we become an adult. We picture God the same way we were raised. If you may have been raised in a hard family with a hard father, you may picture God as this hard person. If you were pictured... Uh, if you were raised in, in a good home, you may picture God in a different light where he's actually a good God. All dependent upon your mindset and how you were raised. If you never, if you had a father and mother who never wanted to give you nice things, then you're never going to think God wants to give you nice things. Yeah. If you grew up in a family where your parents gave you nice things, it's going to be easier for you to think God wants to give you nice things. It works that simple. But it has to change your mind. Your mindset has to change to the things of God. It cannot remain the same. It cannot remain to the pattern of this world and then still carry on the power of God. You have to completely revamp your mind. And, and that may come to a surprise to many people. Your mind has to be changed by God in order for God to use you at full capacity. Yeah. Um, I have a scripture from Romans 12. And I'm going to start at, let me just start at verse one. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Verse 2, this is what I want to focus on. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Yeah. And so even in that verse it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Just like Zane said, we all have grown up in a way where we think that way now. So And the way we were raised, we now has have adopted that because that's how life has always been. And not saying you were raised in a bad home, not saying you were raised by a, a bad family, but ultimately the way man do things is not the way God think um does things. Even just like Isaiah fifty five, it says that his ways are not like our ways. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts yeah. and so we do have to come we cannot conform to the patterns of this world and for example 
many people think that if you look out in this world and you see people going out and they're getting loans for cars, for homes. Not saying that's a bad thing. They're yeah. going to doctors. They're not saying that is all bad things. Yeah. But that's not what God says. In his word, it says that he owns all the silver, all the gold. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. He is the God that healeth thee. And so if you know the word of God, that you will know how to operate. You will know the way God thinks is by the word of God. God. that's what God thinks ultimately yeah. and so we cannot follow the patterns of this world what the world does we have to do the opposite the polar opposite of yeah, what exactly. they do because if we want to see results if we want to see God's best in our life we have to follow the ways that God has mandated in his word or has written in his word in how to yeah. do things and so even the word of God says that we are not we are we live in this world but we are not of this world yeah when we've become a christian when we've received salvation we are now a child of god we are not yeah i still belong to my mom i'm still a child of my mom but now that i've um been born again born into the family of god god is my father he's my provider he is my father yeah. and so you have to know that that ultimately what god says how his ways are we need to access that and people don't have that revelation yeah. if, if you go down to another country as an american citizen do you live by the american laws or do you live by laws such as venezuela and I'll use that as an example where everything there, money talks. And that's the only mm -hmm. only way you can get around. Now, in America, it may not be the same way. So let's say you go to another country. Do you operate by the same laws? Someone hits, hits your car. Do you go to the court? Do you get insurance claims? Or do you operate how they would operate in that country? No, you operate by your own country standards. That's why you have a U.S. embassy, so they can represent your case. Same thing with Christ. You are now an ambassador and a representative mm -hmm. of the kingdom of heaven. You don't think like the world. The American standards are much greater than a lot of these other third world countries. You would not go to a third world country and hold the same standard as what the, the people there would because you're different. You are a, a, a citizen of another country. It's the same thing. You are not a citizen of this world. You are now a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. So you have to begin to look at yourself and say, hey, I, I don't operate by the same standards. If I see so-and-so robbing someone and then bribing the police, do I do the same thing? No, I don't operate that way. That's not something I do. So you operate by a different standard. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Just as how that example looks pretty ridiculous, robbing someone and then bribing the police to not arrest you like they do in other countries, you might see that and say, that's wrong. Well, it's the same thing with the kingdom of heaven, isn't it? Now, you just have to renew your mind to the way God thinks because God's thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So what it seems natural to do in this world, for example, you, you know, this whole thing with the COVID-19 thing, wisdom says to stay at home. All right. Is that what Jesus did? What did Jesus do? Did he use wisdom with the leper? Did he use wisdom with the lady with the issue of blood? People that had incurable, contagious diseases, what did he do? He healed them. And Jesus was considered the wisest man on earth. So if you think about it, I mean, you honestly, if you said that Jesus was acting like a fool, you would probably have to say you're, you're not a Christian. 
But because Jesus operated by the standard of heaven and not the standard of earth, he flowed in an anointing that, that did miracles. And, and you have that same power. You just have to believe it and realize, I don't work the same way this world works. I work differently. I am different. I'm not the same. I don't have to fear things. I don't have to run away things. I'm an answer to the world's problems. Yeah. I'm an answer to what the world is struggling with. And I can do great things because God is on my side. My mind is stronger than what it used to be. You know, if you were on drugs and your mind, you know, it, you're not as sharp as what you once were. God can renew that. Yeah. God can fix that. Listen to Kella Akoy's testimony. He was completely strung out on drugs, and now he's preaching the word of God. He said God delivered him and set him free. God also had to renew brain cells, renew lungs. He had to do other miracles in his life, but it all had to do with what you're willing to let God do for you. You have to be willing to let God do a work in you. You may say, I'm not as bright as what I once was after I, I got off drugs. God can change that. God wants to change that. He doesn't want you to be in the same position. He wants you to do great things. So don't claim that over your life. Begin to thank God for renewed things that you've lost in your body, in your home, and in your life. It's what the Word of God says. And renew your mind in the kingdom of heaven. Your life will change. Yeah. And you might be asking, how do I renew my mind? And I'm going to read a scripture from Ephesians 5, 26. And it says, to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. Yeah. How do you renew your mind? How do you wash your mind from the old things, the old ways that you have, um, that's written in your mind, that, that you know how, um, that you have ingrained on your mind and how you operate. You have to wash it with the word of God. The word of God is to wash, you wash your mind with the word of God. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you have to renew your mind. And, you know, um, we know a guy who actually does computer programming. He uh, worked on Adobe Cloud and he actually knew a minister that came up to him and said, man, I wish I could do the same thing that you could do. And he said, well, you have the mind of Christ, don't you? So if you look at that, he even said that God can renew things that you don't know how to do in the natural. I'm doing something right now that I cannot do in the natural. God gave me wisdom for that. I'm learning how to code. I'm learning how to computer program. Honestly, I didn't know how to use a mouse from the beginning of this whole process. <laughs> so <laughs> so if you look at that, I could have used that as an excuse because God laid something on my heart to do that had to do with computer programming. And I could have completely said, no, I, I just know I'm not good at that. God did not gift me in that area. God gifted me in the area to preach. He gifted me in the area of music. He did not call me to computer program. But if God gave me an idea to prosper, then wouldn't I want to go through with it? I'm not making excuses. I have to do it. And God's given me a mind for it. And honestly, it makes sense. The more I do it, the more it makes sense. Something that I never would have thought ever. I thought it was boring to sit at a computer. I'm actually doing that now. It's, it's, and it's amazing because God will give you a mind to do great things. You just have to be willing to accept them and say, yes, I'm going to do that. And you have to realize that God wants to renew your mind. And even wake up praying before you get into the word of God, before you do something that God told you to do that you may not know how to do. Thank God for renewing your mind. Thank God that your mind is sharp. Thank God that your mind is renewed by the blood of Jesus Christ. If God can heal a leper, if God can raise the dead to life, don't you think he can do works in your mind? That he can alter the chemicals in your brain to do great things? Yeah. 
to high, raise your IQ. People that may have known you in the past who thought, man, he's never going to get anywhere in life. With God, you'll make it and, and exceed them. God yeah. wants that. God wants that in your life. Yeah, and that's the thing. With a lot of people, they can say, oh, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't have understanding about that but the thing is we have something greater that lives in us when mm -hmm. we become a christian we have the holy spirit that comes and lives in us so now we have access to the thoughts of god and we will get into a scripture that's going to be talking about that but now we have something that's greater in us and we have no excuse to say that oh i don't know how to do that i don't have the mind i don't have the ability you have yeah. the ability you have everything that you need to prosper yeah if you're listening God right you now that. yeah if you're listening right now and if this is hitting your spirit well you know that man i i want my mind to be at a good place i want you to put your hand on your head and say thank you god that my mind is sharp and it is going to do great mighty wonders for the kingdom of heaven go ahead and say that now and thank god for what he's going to do for you it's important god doesn't want you to remain at the same level yeah god wants you to prosper God wants you to grow. And he gave us a brain yeah. so that we can prosper. And the scriptures say that he gives us the power to create wealth. Yeah. He didn't say that I would just give you all of this, all the money in the world, if you become my child. No, he says he gives you the power to create yeah, wealth. So he's giving you everything that you need so that you can create wealth for yourself. Yeah, it's everything. a promise. Yeah, It's the power to create wealth. The power. You have an actual power inside of you that no one else has. But that's what Solomon did. Yeah. He didn't ask for God to give him um, riches. He asked for wisdom. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he was the richest man in the world. Yeah. And, and you have to realize that that's what changed it for Solomon. We don't know exactly what Solomon did. We don't know what Solomon changed to become the richest man in the world. We just know at a very quick time span, Solomon was very rich. Even the Queen of Sheba fainted when she saw the palace. So imagine that. And there are many, I actually started reading it because I was interested in like what actually happened. There isn't a whole lot of data on what actually happened. There's a lot of folklore, bunch of nonsense where a fish came up and like and he spit out a ton of gold on his kingdom mm -hmm. and like there's a bunch of dumb stuff, but again Solomon asked for wisdom from God, and again we see him with that wisdom. Not only does he rule his kingdom, he expands it and it becomes one of the richest kingdoms in the world at that time. That's what God wants to do for mm -hmm. you. Solomon was a young boy. He even said, Lord, I am young. How can I lead your people? He realized that he didn't have the mind to lead God's people. He said, God, I'm young. I don't know what I'm doing. So help me. Give me wisdom. And God said, because you have asked for wisdom, not riches or gold or the death of your enemies or long life, I'm going to give you everything else you did not ask for. That's what wisdom does for you. When you ask for a heavenly wisdom to come upon you, it gives you access to do everything else in this world. It gives you access to do everything from the word of God when you accept the mind of Christ. Yeah, and that's the mind of Christ. It's yeah. the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of God. Let's go ahead and read uh, the First Corinthians scripture. Okay. I'm going to start 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. And it says, we do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden, that God destined for our glory before time began. 
None of the rulers of this age understood it, but if they had, they would have not they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These things these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. You want me to read the whole thing? Or you let's want just, to stop let's just stop there real quickly. Um, back at verse 7. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages of our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And we'll stop there. God has a secret wisdom that no one understood at that day and age. Mm -hmm. And God had a wisdom that Paul even wrote. He has saved it for us that if people understood what God had given us, they would not have crucified Jesus. They wouldn't have crucified him if they understood the wisdom of God and understood what God gave us. Go ahead and read starting at verse 10. Okay. But these are the things God has revealed to us by the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Okay, right there. So, only a man can determine what's in his own spirit. And then it goes on to say, so only no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. No one can comprehend God's thoughts except the spirit of God. And then what does it go on to say after that? It says, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given, given us by God. We now have the Spirit of God after mm -hmm. Jesus Christ said. That is so powerful. We have the Spirit of God living inside of us. The wisdom of God that yeah. people would never have crucified Jesus for. P wisdom that people wanted years before us. Now we have just by receiving Jesus Christ in our lives. Mm -hmm. Just by saying, Lord, I make you my Savior. God gives you a supernatural wisdom. He gives you the wisdom from his word. He gives you the wisdom of his Spirit. Yeah. And it's free. You can access it. God gave it to you as a newborn believer in Christ. You can receive the wisdom of God. It's that's powerful. I, I like this part though. It says where that we may understand what God has freely given to us. Mm -hmm. Everything that God has freely given to us, we can't understand, we can't comprehend without the Spirit of God. Yeah. And even the Word of God, it was spirit. Breathe. Uh-huh. Breathe. That's breathe, the word. Yeah. Spirit breathe. And it was the Holy Spirit that um gave them the what is that called? Boldness. Not boldness, utterance. but not the utterance, but the what, what you call it? I don't know. About? Never mind. Alright. <laughs> but it was the Spirit of God that that we that revealed the things that belong to us and that God freely gave to us. And I'm going to continue reading verse 12. But we have received but what we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given to us. Yeah, this is what we speak, not in words taught by us. By human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit right there. It's, Hold on, I got something for that. We have not received what was given to us by human wisdom, but by the Spirit of God. Human wisdom no longer applies to you. 
Get that. Human wisdom, the things that people operate by now, no longer apply to you. Did you know that? You don't have to walk the same way people walk on this earth. You can walk a different walk. The wisdom of the world no longer applies to you. Get that. You don't walk the same walk now. Go ahead. Explaining spiritual realities with spirit-taught words. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. Mm -hmm. The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Yeah. And yeah. that's the end of the thing. And it says, but we have the mind of Christ. Hi, Kai. Do you know Ashley? Ashley, no. Hi, Ashley. What up? But even at the end of that, it says that the Spirit of God gave us the mind of Christ. Because we have the Spirit of God in us, now we have access to the thoughts. We have access to the wisdom. We have access to the mind of Christ. And yeah. now it... what. That belongs to us, the mind of Christ. And yeah. I love that because it gives us access to many things. We don't need to operate by what humans say. Uh -huh. What the world says, what... And not to be rude, but a lot of times, like, our parents were thought in a, in a different way also. And yeah. so even the, th the what our family might say that is the best thing for us, the word of God, what God says yeah. trumps every human voice. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to realize the word of God, what God has spoken to your own individual spirit, no matter what wisdom someone else might give you, they can give the best advice for anyone else. But if God told you something different, then follow that. Follow the leading of the spirit of God for your own life. It carries yeah. power. You have to know the word of God for your own life. What up, Kella? So here's the thing. Let me go back up to verse 13. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit interpreting spiritual truths to those who are, in, who are spiritual. You belong to spiritual truths, not human wisdom. We have human wisdom and we have spiritual truths. You belong to spiritual truths. You don't belong to human wisdom. Uh, human wisdom. You always have a car payment. My dad said that was something he was told when he was younger. And he came out of that. You know, I remember him even taught the wisdom of the world is foolishness. You're right. And I remember my dad, my dad's dad saying, you'll always have a car payment. You'll always have something. And then, you know, my dad at that age, he went out and leased a Jeep because, you know, he had heard nothing different besides you'll always have a car payment. So instead of actually buying a car, he, he went out and leased a car because it was cheaper than buying at the time. Mm. So <laughs> just because it was, he never could see himself coming out of uh, coming out of that. But now, if you look at him, he ended up getting rid of the lease Jeep, saving money, and bought his own car cash. When his, when his dad saw it, he said, that's a nice car. What's the payment? He said, I don't have a payment. I bought it cash. And he said his dad kind of looked at him funny and said, hmm, that's interesting. And after that, my grandpa bought a car cash. That's the thing. You can change your family dynamic. You can actually do something different by the choices you make. Worldly wisdom says you always have a car payment. What does godly wisdom say? You want you can pay cash immediately. Everyone always talks about getting the good deal on the car. What about just walking in, writing a check, and leaving and never having to think about it again? What about that kind of deal? What about the kind of deal that will prosper you above everyone else? 
What about the kind of deal that you can walk into any dealership you want and write a check for a Bentley? What kind of annoying, wouldn't that be even better than getting a good deal on a Kia Soul or a <laughs> Kia Sorento? I got this $26,000 Kia Sorento down to 23000 and it has black rims. Come on. God wants you to have more than that. I'm not knocking Kias. I don't like them, but I'm, I'm, if you have a Kia, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sending this to you. But again, God wants you to prosper. God's plan is higher than your thoughts. God's thoughts are higher than yours. Mm -hmm. God wants, what did Amanda say? You can only walk into a Bentley dealership for that same. <laughs> uh, but again, you have to carry that. You have to realize that's where God wants you to be. You have to realize that that is somewhere God has for you. That you don't have to do the same thing that everyone else does. Worldly wisdom is not the same wisdom as spiritual wisdom. And realize that. God will give you a plan that will supersede anything else that human wisdom can accomplish. Yeah. Love you. Love you, Amanda. God will give you a plan that will supersede anything else around you. And that's what God wants to do for you. Instead of just walking in and getting a good car payment at two fifty, I <laughs> man, we have. I don't know. I like cars, so I like talking about cars. But I remember walking in on the dealership. We went to go look at a car. We had saved up some cash, and we ended up getting in this argument with this guy. And I remember we almost had enough cash to buy the car, and we we wanted to pay it off very quickly. If, if we never ended up doing it, we ended up paying cash for the vehicle we have now. But um, we walked on the dealership. It was about $16,000. And I told him I wanted to pay it off in three months. He said, well, how about we do two fifty dollars a month? I said, I'm not doing two fifty. dollars If I buy the car, I'm paying it off in three months. And he didn't like that. So we got into a heated argument and we ended up leaving. But again, if you, that's the thing. They'll give you the best deal. Two fifty a month. You can leave this dealership. Zero down. Two fifty. You can leave, and you have a brand new car. That's not how God sees you. That's how the world operates. Mm -hmm. God wants you to do things differently. God wants you to do things differently, and God wants you to look better than everyone else. Wouldn't you want your kids to look better than everyone else at school? Wouldn't you rather have your kids wearing the nicer shoes? Once you want your kids having the nicer clothes, would you want your kids in the clothes from the thrift shop from Salvation Army? Or would you want your kids in nice Nike tennis shoes and Adidas clothes? Wouldn't you rather have the best for your own children? How do you think God thinks about you? The Bible yeah. says, evil fathers give good gifts to their children. How much more would a loving heavenly father do for you? God has greater things for you than just that. God has a great plan for your life and you have to be willing to accept it and renew your mind to the word of God. Know the wisdom of God and know that God wants to take you to a new level. Amen. I, I'm done. I'm going to stop there. You have anything? No. No. But just with all of that being said, how, how do you think the way God thinks? Ultimately, you have to, even from Ephesians 5.26, it's by the washing of the word. So you have to read the word of God and you have to transform your mind with the word of God and how God thinks. And what God thinks is what his word says. And mm -hmm. then having the spirit of God living in you when you become a Christian, you now have the spirit of God living in you. And now you have 
because of the spirit of God, you have access to the mind of Christ, just like second Corinthians. I mean, first Corinthians two talks about the spirit of God. You have that living in you. Now you have access to the mind of Christ. And so why nothing? So, yeah, but even last week we were talking about Abraham and how he wanted the um, God promised him the pro um, what is it called? descendants as numerous as the star stars in the sky and the sand and with that he even made his own way in how to bring forth the promise into this world and it was through Hagar but God said no that's not what I promised you I promised you your own son and he did it on his own he had his own man with made ways and so often we have our own ways in how we do things and yeah. how we can obtain things and God only if we took time to pray, only if yeah. we took time to study the word of God, only if we took time to be in the presence of God is when we would have um, God's wisdom. Too. We would obtain God's wisdom by doing that, by spending time in the word of God, spending time in the presence of God. And yeah. that's where you access the wisdom of God. That's how you access the mind of God is spending time with God. When you spend time with someone, you learn about them. You learn their ways. And so, yeah. Hi, Amma. But even if you're listening today and you have you are sitting there and you said, Oh, I have never received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he has been risen from the dead, you will be saved. And John 3, 16, it says that, if we believe in God that we shall um, have eternal life and not perish. Yeah. So if you're watching today and you have not received Jesus into your heart, I would like you to pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. I confess that Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that he has been risen from the dead. I am saved. I am redeemed and I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. And if you said that prayer with us, I'm just going to say a prayer for you. Thank you, Lord, for every person that has prayed that prayer today. I seal their lives for your glory, for your yeah. work. I thank you, Lord, that the work that you have started in them, even today, that you will, um, that it will come to completion. And I thank you, Lord, that you will use their lives for your glory, that you will use their lives for the kingdom of God. And I thank you for protection over their lives. I thank you, Lord, that even as they have received you as their Lord and Savior, that that um that relationship with you that you begin to speak to them that you begin to show yourself to them your true characteristics your love pour out your love onto them in jesus mighty name yeah. amen amen and so if you said that prayer just go ahead and message us personally or go ahead and just even write to us now on the Do live jesse's doing if you said the prayer send a jesse love heart. said the prayer jesse said the prayer <laughs> But yeah, you have access. Now you have access to the mind of Christ because when you receive Jesus into your heart, you now have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. Yeah. We don't need to walk around with the box, with the Spirit in it, yeah. with the presence of God in it. We now have the Holy Spirit living in us when we receive Jesus into our hearts. And so now we have access to the mind of Christ. Yeah. And yeah. Who's up? 
Chase. Oh. But if you said that prayer, please message us personally or just yeah. write inside the comments and say that you pray that prayer or yeah. That's right. <laughs> you have access to yeah. the mind of Christ because you are now a child of Christ. Uh, yeah. But we love you guys and love you guys. Do great things for God and have a great night. Love you guys. Bye.